0: Hello everyone and welcome to my first official episode of my podcast. I can't believe I'm saying that and then I'm actually doing this. This is Grace Krails, your host of A Little Bit of Grace and today I'm going to be doing a q and I asked you guys on my Instagram story to send any deep, fun, interesting questions that you want to know about me and I got so many so I'm going to pick my favorites and let's just get right into it. Also, it makes me so happy that you guys are reaching out and telling me you loved the intro and that you're really excited to hear more because I was super nervous to do this. And that leads into the first question, why did you start a podcast in the first place? So honestly the reason I decided to start a podcast is that I've just been so bored with my creativity lately. I have not been being my creative self at all and I wanted to push myself to try something new and I feel like podcasts are kind of on trend right now. I'm seeing a lot of creators that I follow start to make a podcast and just get more vulnerable and be able to share a part of themselves with whatever their audience is and I feel like I'm kind of in my rebranding season because I'm sure a lot of you guys know like I blew up on TikTok because they think I look like Lindsay Lohan and that was super fun and it gained me a lot of followers but obviously I want to like be myself and express myself and showcase the things that I enjoy. So, I don't know if I should even start maybe a new TikTok. I'm a social media marketing intern right now and I've learned so much about growing a page from scratch, so I kind of want to try that just to see like how far I can go with that with starting fresh. But basically, I just want to be my true authentic self and showcase that in a way where maybe someone can be inspired or learn something from whatever it is I have to say. I'm a very talkative person, so I feel like this is a fun outlet for me too where I can just you know, kind of ramble on, but maybe something will add value to someone's life. So that just makes me really happy. And I feel like this will be really rewarding for me and hopefully rewarding for you guys too. So as much as I love social media and I do want to keep continuing with it, I'm kind of in a rebranding season where... I'm just wanting to be more myself and not what other people want to see me as. With that, a lot of people ask me to what are my career goals and like, what am I studying? What do I want to do in the future? Where do I see myself in five to ten years? Right now, I'm going to be a senior and I'm studying marketing with a minor in international business. I will say I have no idea what avenue of marketing I really want to go into, but I'm thinking somewhere within social media and digital marketing just because I do have a personal passion for that and I feel like it'd be a good balance for me to do like my own content creation as well as work for a brand in their social media marketing. So yeah, I think that that's my career goals. I'm not entirely sure where I wanna live in the next five to 10 years. I know some people have it totally figured out, like I'm living here, but I feel like I could see myself thriving in so many different places. And I definitely want traveling to be a big part of my 20s so that I can maybe find that ideal location that I'd wanna settle down in, but Yeah, I'd love to just get to have the freedom of even working remote so I could travel and test out new places to see what best fits me. So the next question I got asked was about my workout routine, if I work out or just ways to be more body confident or feel good about your body and self. And honestly, for the past year, I've really neglected like any sort of workout routine or even moving my body in ways that I enjoy. But something that has helped me a lot is really digging deeper and asking myself, what exercises do I enjoy? What doesn't feel like a chore? What makes me feel good? And for me, that's going on walks and doing like little Pilates YouTube videos. There's an account called Pilates by Nicole. And she has some gentle yoga flow Pilates routines that are 30 minutes. And on days when you don't feel like doing an intense workout, those are perfect to just feel like you're moving your body and doing something that your body's going to thank you for. And another person asked me about my relationship with dance. So I was an intense dancer all throughout high school. I was on varsity dance team. We actually won state three times and it was so much fun. It was the center of my life, literally my favorite thing in the world. So looking back, it's so sad because I love dance so much and now it's really cut out of my life completely. I think if I could find a way to implement dance again, that would be amazing. I definitely want to take some more dance classes or just start like improv making up little combos again. I think that would be mwah, perfect workout for me but as for body positivity or feeling good about yourself, I think that that is really a journey that comes with a lot of ups and downs. Even the person that seems the most confident definitely has their own insecurities. I am not confident all the time. Yesterday I was having a really bad day about myself not feeling cute or baddie, but I think that Reminding yourself that what's on the inside obviously is truly what matters and finding ways to affirm to yourself that you are beautiful and you have so many beautiful qualities and that there are so many good things about you really helps you feel better about your looks and kind of ties it all together. And with that too, there are so many guided meditations or affirmations on YouTube. I preach guided meditations and affirmations. I listen to them every night before bed. Whatever I'm dealing with, there's a guided meditation for that. So if you're feeling not beautiful or not confident or not good about your body or whatever it is, literally search guided meditation, confidence, and positivity. And if you implement those daily, I swear other people begin to notice and you just have a different glow to you when you truly feel that way about yourself. Nobody else is going to give that to you. You only have to feel that way about yourself before others can see that. So it's definitely a journey and it ebbs and flows. Everyone has bad days. Everyone has great confident days, but just having that baseline of knowing who you are and that security with yourself is very important. Let's keep it light with this next question. Do you prefer breakfast, lunch, or dinner? I think overall breakfast person because I just love like omelets, crispy hash browns, pancakes, waffles. like it's a good balance good sources of protein within your breakfast but yeah I think breakfast is definitely my favorite if I could eat breakfast for dinner I would make like bacon eggs toast that's just my favorite I think in my family too we've always kind of been a big breakfast family so maybe that's why the next question I was asked is who was your role model growing up and I have to say my mom I should bring her on the podcast sometime. She'd be so fun to talk to. She gives such good advice. She's super empathetic and sensitive like I am. So a lot of things that I deal with that maybe other people wouldn't understand, she completely understands and she's my best friend. So yeah, she's definitely my role model then and now. The next question is, do you have any struggles with mental health and do you believe in trauma and how it can become suppressed? So yes, I do struggle with aspects of mental health, and I really want to be vulnerable on here and open. So I do struggle with anxiety and bouts of depression that really started to come to the surface during the pandemic. I think that was the case for a lot of people, that the isolation and just change in their lifestyle really brought to the surface something that might have been there for a while and I've also been a victim of assault so that has greatly impacted my relationship with myself um the best advice I can give is just to be gentle with yourself you do not owe anyone anything you owe it to yourself to be the best version of yourself so if you're not feeling great one day don't push your limits don't overdo it don't beat yourself up just give yourself some grace and give yourself some time to reflect. Um, I also really like journaling because it helps me get all my emotions out on paper because sometimes I get super emotional. I'm very sensitive and things will trigger me. And then when I start to journal, I realize, okay, maybe this aspect of my high school or childhood is why I'm feeling this way. I have these underlying subconscious insecurities. And that deep shadow work can be very hard to be honest with yourself and be like, okay, maybe that's why I feel this way. And it's not as you know, surprising as it seems that I reacted that way. I think being honest with yourself is really hard sometimes and it's something to, you know, thank yourself for that you're working through things like that. My favorite, favorite, favorite social media account that talks about mental health is The Holistic Psychologist on Instagram. They also have a podcast called Self Healers and Their posts are so helpful. They talk a lot about regulating your nervous system and how trauma can be stored in the body and manifest as physical symptoms and anxiety and mental health issues, etc. So I think that's a really good account if you're struggling with mental health to follow. And another um, resource about trauma and mental health is the book The Body Keeps the Score. I'm actually reading it right now it is so insightful and it's very scientific so it kind of takes me little short bursts to read it because it's a lot of information at once and a lot of intense information about trauma but it is so helpful to understand maybe why you react the way you do about certain things or why you feel like you're stuck because you have experienced trauma so definitely recommend that book the last thing I will say is I feel like the key to all of this is really just finding a balance between prioritizing your body, mind, and soul, whatever that means for you. I have so many different practices that I know benefit me in my physical health and my mental health and how it all ties together. You can't do them all at once. You can say I'm going to implement a million things a day, but if you just take it slow and implement one to three things every day, you will feel a difference. Whether that's breath work, Yoga, going for walks, seeing a therapist, talking to an old friend, calling someone. There's so many different ways that you can just feel more connected and better overall about your mental health. So I guess that's my very long answer to mental health struggles or any tips. This next question, I really like it, is what's your music taste and why are you so into music? So ever since I was little, my parents have always played like classic 70s, 80s rock around the house There's literally a video of me when I'm three years old singing Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. And I had two older brothers, so I feel like they also were kind of into that oldies music too and would play it when they like drove me to school and stuff. Like Holland Oats, I remember I was five years old and my brother would always be jamming Holland Oats in the car. So I feel like it's kind of just been ingrained into my childhood. So overall, just music taste of like a 50 to 60 year old dad is kind of my ideal music that I would like to listen to which doesn't resonate with a lot of people our age. A lot of my friends don't like my music but the next question I got asked a lot is what's my experience at my college and overall college experience and favorite things on campus? So I do really like my school. Every school has its ups and downs, um, the weather being something that I do not enjoy. This winter was absolutely brutal Overall, I really enjoy the layout of campus though, how it feels big but small. Like campus spreads across a few miles, but I always run into people that I know. And Minnesota, nice, everyone gives you a smiling face or a hi, so I really enjoy that. Everyone's been super nice. I also love the program that I'm in. I'm in the business school, so I feel like I've gotten so many resources from that and I've enjoyed all my classes so much. And I feel like it's gonna give me an edge when I start applying to post-grad jobs that I attended the business school here. I think any school is what you make of it. Like There are so many opportunities for clubs and different organizations you can join or different nightlife, different restaurants, different things to do everywhere. So every school is kind of equal in that sense that it's really what you make of it. But yeah, I do enjoy my college a lot. Although I have not been back there much this summer because there's a lot of crime right now on campus. So I've just been avoiding it a little bit, but yeah. Next, I was asked, what does a healthy relationship mean and feel like to you and what is your love language? To me, a healthy relationship feels like I'm really comfortable and able to express my concerns or fears dreams desires everything without any fear of judgment and i think being able to grow together through any challenges and see things any issues as a team versus against each other is very important and to always uplift each other's successes and most importantly be aware of your own needs and boundaries while also being aware of theirs i feel like is the key to working together in harmony and for a successful relationship I have seriously learned so much about myself in my relationship and I am so thankful if you're listening. For my love language, my number one is words of affirmation and my second is physical touch next I got asked what my favorite part about life is right now and I have a few answers so first I love my internship I'm doing a social media marketing internship for a local mall and it's been so much fun and I've learned so much about marketing and the social media space so that's my favorite thing right now but also just learning to appreciate slow living has been a game changer for me and makes my days so enjoyable like not rushing through stuff so much and really grounding myself and finding ways to be present in the moment like journaling gratitudes in the morning and doing some guided meditation or something like that and not just like waking up checking my phone jumping to do things is really beneficial for me and then finally cliche but I love a good old boat day I love being outside in the sun with my high sunscreen of course because I burn so easily I have this like abnormal shape burn on my forehead right now because I missed one little tiny spot but I love to jump in the water. I love to lay in the sun. I love to eat watermelon and chips and kind of outside grill foods like hot dogs. I just like summer, that vibe of kind of having a picnic-y, outdoors-y day. So yeah, that's my all-time favorite things right now. My next question is, do you have a religious background or stance on faith? Um, my answer is that I did attend a four-year... Catholic high school Um, I went to normal public elementary and middle school but when we moved I was sent to a Catholic private high school college prep school so I did learn a lot about religion in that but I am not currently a religious person I see it more as like the universe is on my side so no I don't have a specific religion but I do think that there is a source of greater power. So I have read a lot of books about like law of attraction and spirituality and I sort of see it more like that, that the universe is on my side and that the energy that I put out is what I get back. So yeah, I can definitely dive more into like manifesting or my mindset about all that in a different episode. I'd love to do that. Next, someone asked what does self-care look like to you? And I think my favorite self-care activities are to turn my phone off, do a face mask. I wish I had a bath. I would take a bath, but take a shower. Um, (laughs) Then watch a movie or a new series. I love watching movies. It's my favorite chill activity to do. And maybe do a little yoga stretch or something like that to feel like I moved my body a little bit and didn't just rest relax all day but just to have a day to myself oh and eat good food and drink like tea or kombucha or something like that there's so many little things that can just make you feel so good and if you start to notice those things and like write them down you can have your ideal day more often than not so I also saw a tiktoker and she's like every time you just feel good about something or are happy in a moment, write it down in your notes. Even after a day or two, you'll have so many cute little things written down. Just being able to look back at that, I feel like is such a good self-care activity in and of itself because you're basically reflecting on things that are positive in your life or things that bring you joy or make you, you. So I really like that. My next question is, what's something you wish your 12-year-old self knew? And for me, this has always been, like, one of my deepest rooted insecurities is that people think I'm, like, loud or annoying, and I feel like the red hair kind of ties into that, that it's just, like, I'm different, so they kind of would pick on me for that, like, boys in elementary school or whatever, But I would just say to myself that those are projections of their own insecurities and they wish that they were a little more fun and upbeat and excited. And I think a lot of people throughout middle school to high school to even college see people having stuff that they don't have. And instead of being like, oh, I wish I could have that, like they're so confident or they're so whatever, they immediately pin it as a bad thing and try to make the person feel bad about it, even though it's kind of an insecurity of their own. They just push their insecurity onto another person. So that's the advice that I would tell my younger self, because I would definitely take those things to heart. And like those are still in the back of my head sometimes, like as they are for everyone. But yeah. Projection is real and people love to push things out that are really inside. So, another fun question I got asked is how to start journaling without it feeling like cheesy or forced. And I would say finding journal prompts online is a really fun and easy way to just do like 20 minutes of journaling a day. The influencer and YouTuber Margot Lee posts a lot of journal prompts on her Instagram story that are just like kind of a check in with yourself. Like, what did I like about today? What can I do differently tomorrow? What's my favorite part of the week? And what am I worried about this week? Just short things like that. I think everything too, when you start it, is always kind of uncomfortable, but the reward is very high for starting to journal and being a little more reflective of yourself, so I think it's worth it. I think I'm gonna wrap it up here with one more question. So someone asked me about movie recommendations and my favorite movies, and I have a running list in my notes app, so I'm just gonna read off a ton of them. So Lady Bird, a classic, Truman Show messes with your head, Ghost is a romantic, perfect, tearjerker, Eyes Wide Shut is really weird. It's Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. It's like erotic thriller, creepy. Good Will Hunting, another classic. Dazed and Confused, another classic. 70s vibes. Talented Mr. Ripley, it's really weird, kind of thriller. Matt Damon, love that one. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is good. Love Margot Robbie as Sharon Tate. Mystic Pizza is like an 80s feel-good romantic movie with Julia Roberts. That's one of my favorites, too. And then School of Rock is just such like a cliche classic, but so funny and so hilarious and my favorite since I was like four years old. One time I was running around when I was little with um, three fingers up telling people to read between the lines, which like I didn't understand was a middle finger reference. So yeah, those are my favorite movies this was so all over the place but I kind of loved it hopping back and forth between like fun questions and intense questions I hope it gave you guys a little more sense of who I am and getting to know me so excited for next week's podcast thank you so much for listening along and tuning in with my new idea that I'm just running with everyone has been so supportive and it makes me so excited and happy Feel free to send this to all of your friends, post it on your Insta story, it would mean the world to me, and can't wait to see you guys, well, have you guys hear me, not really see you guys next week. This is Grace Krails, your host of A Little Bit of Grace, signing off.